Hi, welcome to On The Daily, a podcast about finding the acoustic you. I'm your host, Danielle McCleary. I am a serial optimist and a champion of people who has long been on a search to truly see people and help you peel back all of your layers and become the most acoustic, authentic, and best version of yourself. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday or whenever you're hearing this. Welcome back to On The Daily. I am your host, Danielle. Today's episode is with a dear friend of mine who, fun fact, I've never actually met in person. And his name is Luca Petrucci. He is a podcast host of the Finding Your Passion Place. He is a podcast consultant. He helps so many people start their podcasts. He is about to start an online talk show. He is a leader in the space of just people living in possibility. And the way he speaks, the way he thinks, the way that he takes time to really cultivate his answers. I respect this man so much and I respect his journey so much. And so this conversation is very near and dear to me. I'm very excited for you to hear it. He has so many beautiful nuggets and his journey is one that I believe will be very, very relatable to so many people. So I hope you enjoy that. This episode is brought to you by the Upstarter Pods Network. Obviously, it takes a village to create a podcast. And if you have a podcast or if you are looking to start a podcast, maybe you just need some coaching and some advice. Go check them out. Email chase at upstarterpods.com or you can slide into their DMs at upstarterpods on Instagram. Get your questions answered. Let them know I sent you. And if you are just joining on the daily, welcome to the family. We're having a blast with this podcast and it's just so fun to meet all of the new listeners every week, whether it be through our comments on our reviews or in our DMs on our Instagram. Uh, it's just been a blast connecting with all of you. So welcome to On The Daily. I can't wait for you to hear this episode. Let's get into it. Okay. I want to take a little break to tell you about something that I think you might be interested in. I am a SoulCycle instructor, as you know, and SoulCycle launched um, an at-home bike through Varus, which is an online fitness platform that has things from boxing with Rumble. We have Equinox on there with some HIIT training. There's Headstrong for meditation. There's Pure Yoga and SoulCycle. We have a bike that you can put in your home that has a screen attached to it. And if that sounds like something that is up your alley, I highly, highly recommend this bike. Obviously, I am super biased because I am an instructor. But if you are interested, I have a discount code for you. It's for $250 off the bike. And you can find that discount code as a link in our show notes of this episode, as well as all of the information about the discount itself. But if you have been wanting to plunge into the world of at home indoor cycling. This is a good one. I think I'm biased, but I can't say enough about it. And I think you're going to love it. So go click the link, see what it's all about. And let's get into this episode. Hello on the daily family. Happy Tuesday or whenever it is that you're listening to this. This is my friend, Luca. I've actually never met Luca in person, but I feel like I know you so well. Welcome to On The Daily. I'm so happy you're here. Danielle, thanks for having me. I know we had never met in person, but I'm like, I know you. 
I know you like well. I feel like I feel like I know you well now. So I start every episode with a clearing. You know about this because you do similar on your podcast, which you know we're going to talk all about those things. But is there anything you need to clear as we embark on this journey together this morning today? Yeah. So I was having a, a really good chat with my mom this morning. We've been really into the the ten minute meditation on the Calm app, and just about how everything is fleeting. And not to judge how I'm feeling today because my mom and I were both, we're like, my mom's like, I feel blah. And she's like, and I said, blah, like a blah mood. And she said, yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's how I feel. So I want to clear that like blah mood that I am feeling today and not judge it and just know that it'll pass. And yeah, that's what I needed to clear. I love that. I feel like the blah moods is so common these days. Like so many people feel like that and they feel guilty almost for feeling that way. So I love that you put that on the table and offered that to anybody who's listening. I want to clear that I am more tired than usual today and it's all good. Like we had friends over last night and it was a really lovely time. And like, I don't really drink anymore, but it was just up late game night, you know, like we played like a, that's what she said. And it's kind of cards against humanity, but like the dirty version. So it was just like, yeah, it was just like funny. And we stayed up. I don't think I went to bed until two 30 in the morning. And I am such a creature of habit that I normally wake up at five. I do a workout. I do my, like my meditation. I do my gratitude. I fill out all the stuff I need to do that day. And this is like the first thing I'm doing today. And I'm forgiving myself. I'm clearing that I need, I am giving myself space to like break routine sometimes because I'm really, really not good at that. So I'm getting better at it though. I'm manifesting that that is coming. So Hmm, good job. Yeah. That's where I'm at today. So Luca, tell me about you. You have a podcast uh, the Passion Place podcast. You have been helping Allie with this human experience. You work with Light Year Leadership. You do so many things, but who are you? What, what, where are you in your life? Who are you in this moment? I would love for you to just give our, our anybody listening today just a little glimpse into who is Luca Petrucci. Yeah. Well, I, I was thinking about, because I know the question you ask a lot is like, what is your acoustic self? And as I was taking a shower, I, I, I like to restore in the shower and listen to Disney music. So I was doing that. And I was like, you know, who is Luca? Like when I peel off the titles and what other people think I am or from the like outside looking in. And Danielle, what it really is, and I what, what I want the listeners to know is a child like that, who I am is just like a child at heart. You know, I really think of my core values, which are fun, living in possibility, creativity, and just accepting myself and people as is. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's just like child Luca. That's just like five-year-old Luca. And over the last year, I've really tapped into that. And it's been, there's freedom in that, Danielle. There really is. I mean, there's so much freedom in that. And so the follow-up question to that is you say that today and that's who you are today. And I think there's probably people that listen to this and go, right, but I'm not that. I don't, I'm not that, you know, confident in who I am today. I interviewed your friend Suzanne Conrad recently and she put me on the butt diet and I am working on it and it is not easy. So not butt. And that was a journey for you, I assume. Totally, 
Totally. Can you talk about that? Yeah. I mean, it really started, it started with the whispers, you know, and, and you and I have talked about this a lot. And what I get whispers from God, it's those like thoughts in my mind that I'm like, where the heck did that come from? Whether it's a person, whether it's a thing, whether it's an idea, I'm like, I'm not thinking at all about that. And that thing just popped up. So I'm going to listen. So this happened last January. So before COVID was a thing, or I guess it was a thing before, you know, we all knew it was, I was, I, I heard Luca, it's time to find a teacher. It's time to commit yourself to one teacher and just be a student to just learn. So I thought about all the people I connected with on the first season of my podcast, Living in Your Passion Place. And I'm like, these people are freaking rad. Like, I, I, they're all teachers. So I reached out to Suzanne Conrad from Lightyear Leadership. And I'm like, Suzanne, what are you offering? What's like the next course? What's the next this? What's the next that? And she's like, Luca, we are starting the very first light year coach training, a year long deep dive into self leadership into all the things like this would be perfect for you. So I did the next correct thing, a single action. And I said yes to that. And Danielle, that's what started this this journey of me being just so clear with who I am and accepting that it was just saying yes to the whisper that I heard and just hearing, okay, who do, who do I contact? Suzanne's the next person, you know, you know, that, that, that's really what it was. And, and, and from that, I mean, this last year, I mean, I can share so many things right now and I feel like I'm more myself than I've ever been. And what it really is, Danielle, is I have owned the and life. Suzanne has taught me a lot about this. And it's like, I can be gay and Christian. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can be masculine and feminine wearing my tie dye shirt with my unicorn on my bed behind me right now. I love it. You know, yeah, I can be silly and fun and childlike and be a badass business owner. Yes. You know, and how I came to owning this unique flavor, it was just like, it, it all comes from unconditional acceptance, Danielle. Like that's what it is. It's like, Luca, before you can accept others, you got to accept yourself. So in a nutshell, really, that's the journey that I've been on um, for the last 16 months. And damn. It's a ride. Did you struggle with self-acceptance prior to that? Or did was it more of a, you didn't realize that you struggled with it? I feel like there's a difference. In some people, they really know that they lack self-acceptance and that's something they're working on. And then there's the people that never really realize they didn't accept themselves until something happens to make them accept themselves. You know what I mean? Where do you fall on that? Hmm. You know, so what I've learned is 99% of something is zero. A hundred percent is a hundred percent. You know, you either have the baby or you don't. You either say yes to the job or you don't. You either say yes to marrying somebody or you don't. So with that, 
what I found that there was like, I, Daniel, I thought I accepted myself. Oh my goodness. Like, you know, I, I, yeah, I thought I accepted myself. And then as things were like, I didn't fully, like, I didn't fully, I, you know, and, and this is what I've learned too, is just sometimes Luca, like you got to pause and just listen up and hear what to say next. So I'm just going to pause for a second. Danielle, this is exactly what I want to say. My acceptance was conditional. Oh, yeah. Explain that. Yeah. You know, I I just look at myself like showing up as, as a, a gay man, you know, growing up in a more conservative area. Where'd you grow up? In um, Northern California in, in Fresno and, and Madera. I'm growing up as a Christian, you know, and, and when I came out, it was really a crazy adventure. And let's surpass a couple years. Like I felt accepted from my family when I showed up as a masculine gay man. Oh, yeah. So it was conditional upon how you chose to show up to fit what they expected from you. Exactly. You know, and I thought it was all these other people. You know what I mean? I thought, oh, it was just them. It was this. It was that. You know, what if I showed up in a tie dye shirt with painted nails and in a skirt? Would I be accepted? And I'm like, Luca, before you go outside and you throw things on other people, would you accept yourself if you showed up in painted nails and a skirt? If you looked in your full body mirror, would you be like, I accept and love you for being a mix of a feminine and masculine gay man? And the answer was no, Danielle. Last year, I realized that that 1% was bigger than just 1%. There was probably 10, 20, probably 25% that I didn't accept of myself. And why do you think that was? Just like years of conditioning of just growing up thinking you had to be one way or what do you think it was? Totally. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I just grew up just seeing what a Christian man looked like, what a like successful businessman looked like. I only saw this one possibility and it was never like my family put down those that identify as gay, but it was just never talked about. Oh yeah. The silence thing, the sweep it under the rug. Exactly. So I never saw the picture so I would always go down to this like perfect thing that's not even real. And it was like Luca who got straight A's, who was on all these boards, who got the scholarships, who got the good internships, who dated a girl, you know, doing all these things that I did that fit this mold. And what I learned this last year is there's a million different possibilities, <laughs> Like, like I've learned from Suzanne Conrad, she talks about this analogy of a box of crayons. And she says, Luca, each of us are born with a full box of Crayola crayons. We have the magenta, the purple, the macaroni and cheese color, the lime green, the, the glittery silver. And as we start to grow up, beliefs come in, we hear certain things, we watch certain things, and slowly the magenta goes away, the tie-dye goes away, and it comes to a couple choices. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's what I saw. I saw the choice of, Luca, you can be a masculine man or a flamboyant gay man. And I'll just be so honest, like those are the only two things that I saw 
And this last year, Danielle, what I've got access to is I can choose all the possibilities. Like I, I can create, I can create a possibility that doesn't exist. And that's exactly what I'm doing right now. Yeah. I think it's really amazing to hear you say that because that is a similar journey that my fiance has been on just in terms of her her sexuality, but like gender identity more than anything, because she, she has very masculine and feminine sides to her. I mean, we all do. Everybody has a masculine and a feminine side to them. Like it's a spectrum for a reason, you know, and it was created so perfectly by, I mean, really whoever you believe created it, right. It was created perfectly. And I think I've seen this what I notice of the world is there is this idea, and you kind of just touched on it. There is this idea that there is the center, which is white, straight, homogenous, right? And then there's everything else. And everything else circles around that one thing. And so we've gotten into this habit thinking that that is the thing, and then everything else is the the different, which that's a norm that I am really trying to just demolish because what if it is really just that we are all circling around and we can all be all of the things and imagine if everybody subscribed to that right imagine if if everybody listening and everybody who in this world could live in a way where we can all be a we can we can all be all of the things so i can be a feminine or masculine pansexual woman who doesn't really see gender as like a determining factor for who I can love. And I can recognize that in other people because it's one thing to accept it in yourself. It's another thing to recognize it and accept it and empathize with it fully in someone else. So I love when you said that it was a year of possibility for you because I didn't know you before that year. I just know you now. And even since I heard you, the first time I was introduced to you was Chris Chandler on your podcast. That was the first time I've ever been introduced to you. And then we started talking on Instagram. And I can say even from that moment, even that journey has been huge for you. I see it. And I think it's, I mean, I always like to give credit where it's due. And I really do see that you've done that work. And it's really, really beautiful because it's true. You can be all of these possibilities. What would you say to somebody who's just in the thick of all of that right now? I mean, who who still feels that there's a center and they're circling around it as an other? What would you say to that to that person? You know what? I just think about consistency. You know what I mean? What has really helped me in a year-long coaching program, Danielle, is that I knew every Wednesday and Saturday, like this was my home base. You know, if, if, if I just had the shittiest week where I was in all the funks and everything was coming up and I didn't want to do anything, I knew I had this like North Star of a group. It was a group coaching program of 80 plus people who are just in this work as well. And that reminded me of my unique flavor. So what I would say to somebody right now is we are all on the edge of great. Like what I've learned is we are all on the edge of great. Okay. And we are the only ones that stop us from like getting on the edge and stepping and flying it and getting on that magic carpet. And some days I'm the person to be like, Luca, you are going on that magic carpet. You like, I I support myself. (laughs) Other days I need that community to be like, Luca. 
I'm going to remind you of the great, incredible human that you are and remind you to, to still take that leap into the greatness that there's enough for each and every one of us, every single listener, Danielle, you like there's enough for all of us. So that was what it is. I, I say it's consistency. With whatever you're doing, there's so many incredible coaches and programs and books, like whatever it is, just commit to something, being consistent, and just make sure the thing is based in your core values, you know, and you agree with the person leading it. And it's not, you know, you you know that they're the real deal. And like, make sure that there's a community around you that can remind you of really who you are when you're in the funk the reactions, the poor me, the F the world. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like you're saying in addition to consistency, you haven't even said the word, but you speak a lot about abundance, just this abundance of possibility and great and true potential. It sounds like your life is very based in abundance at the moment. It is. I know that words have power. I know that thoughts manifest, and I also know that leaders create a world that otherwise doesn't exist. Leaders create a future that otherwise doesn't exist. And I know a huge part of that is my thoughts, my speech, my mindset. So I appreciate you reminding me of that because sometimes I forget and I just know like, oh, that's the secret. It's just, that is the, that's the secret right there. It's like, what are you generating? What are you generating? And I just want to, I just, I just know that I want to generate possibility and abundance for me and also for others. Cause Daniel, I want to just chat about one thing. Like I, I've been thinking about incredible leaders in the world, you know, like, mm. Let's talk about this. This is I could talk about this all day. Let's go. See, and, and you'll probably share just some insight of leaders that I'm not thinking about right now. But I think of Walt Disney. You know, when Walt Disney created what he created with Walt Disney Studios, with Disneyland, like none of that was a thing. There was no other man or woman or non-binary individual that was creating this thing. And he just lived in this possibility, like, this is what I want. I am going to do it. You know, I think about President Barack Obama, you know, before he became president, there was no African-American male to that he could like look and say, oh, like I see that possibility. So that's what I know. Like I never saw a gay, Christian, feminine, masculine, silly business owner. Like I never saw that anywhere. And I was like, oh my gosh, like where am I going to find this person? Like I need to see this possibility. And I'm like, you know what? Leaders create a future that otherwise doesn't exist. Luca, look in the mirror. You are the leader that you seek. Yes. I love this story. I obviously am in a network marketer and in the company that I'm partnered with, I I was the first female queer, I guess like LGBT human to reach the top like 1% of the business in 41 years. Well, it was 40 years when I promoted to the top, but I'm the first It's interesting because when I partnered with this brand, you know, and I work with brands all the time. I work with lots of different brands. But when I worked, started to work with this brand, I was like, I don't see myself here. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, hope they can handle it. And I had that same moment where I went, wait, 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 wait. I have to create it. There was a quote I saw and it said, the best leaders or the best managers make everyone feel like they can handle it. And the best leaders help others to realize that they also can handle it. They make leaders make other people feel seen, heard, and important. And I, that is something that I relate to so, so closely because my goal in this life, my motto, my like mission, my purpose is, and this actually, it's funny that you say that the last like 16 months of your life, because it's really been in the last two or three years of my life, I've realized my purpose on this planet, right? My soul contract, if you will is very much rooted in making sure that every single person has a voice at the table, that wants a voice at the table, A, and B, that every single person feels seen, heard, and appreciated. And so when I didn't see myself, you know, people like me, I think that was part of my motivation actually for for partnering with this brand was I said, oh, some I have to bring myself to the table because I have to be the lid you know, and it's, it's about being the lid. And so I love that you, I love that we're talking about this because yeah, you, you do have to be the lid. There are people out there who want, you know, what you have and they don't see themselves being able to do it. Somebody has to go first. You know, you talked about Walt Disney. I, I think of, I mean, great leaders. There's so many, I mean, I think about like Michael Phelps, if we're talking like athletes, you know, people that nobody's ever won as many medals as him ever. And he went first. You know, you think about Kobe Bryant, you think about some of these athletes and some of these world leaders. Gosh, you think about, I think about John C. Maxwell, you know, the way that he leads people. It's, they went first. There was something that they had that nobody else had done yet. If they didn't go, would, would somebody have had come along? Maybe, sure. But yeah, I, I love that you say that because it's, I think a lot of people don't realize that we, we look outward a lot. And I, have you ever done this? Because I used to look outward a lot and be like, who can I follow? And I'm not saying don't get a good teacher. I am fully on board with you. Get a good teacher. Get a good teacher that you can rely on and you can you can lean into and you can learn from because it's a different perspective and a different perspective is so powerful. And did you notice how I didn't say but there? I said and. <laughs> yes. Good job. And life. And if you don't see it, be it. Go be that for yourself and for everyone else who's watching you. Yes, you know, totally, you know, and I'm just like thinking about, because I, I I really believe that every single human is, is given these God-given gifts, is given these like their uniqueness, you know, whether it's like three, four, five, ten things that are just unique about them that like, I just know I've been given the, the gift of spoken word. Like, I just know that I am on, I'm activated when I'm on a mic, when I'm in front of a room, you know, as I taught indoor cycling, as, you know, I would speak at rallies in high school as I was in drama and how, you know, all those things I would just, I've been looking back and being like, that is totally like what I've been given. You know, some people are given the ability to write. I don't really like to write. I would rather speak. So I, I see that. Somebody tells me to write something. I'm like, mm, can I just record it? <laughs> oh my gosh. That, yeah. 
Yeah, I totally get that. So like, I think about that, like, as you're listening right now to this podcast, like just reflect on just those, those gifts that you know, like, you don't really have to think hard, like you just know that you know that you know. And another thing that I've been given, like, I appreciate you reminding me earlier, Danielle, is the gift of possibility. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just always been natural for me to be like, Oh, yeah, that's what I want. Like, I'm going to create like, I, I, it's going to happen. Like, I want to make that kind that type of money. Great. I want to live a certain place. I want to find a certain partner like you know and the more and more i'm learning is like luca that is your gift you know that's not something that everybody has and like you are put on this earth so what i've identified earlier two weeks ago with my business coach is my purpose is to create a whole new world for myself and help others create their whole new world whatever that means And how I'm doing that is just through the spoken word, through podcasting, and I'm getting ready to launch a talk show. So it's taken a year of me, Danielle, to identify what is really me and what isn't me. Because a lot of the times I thought the judgment was me. And no, 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 that was somebody else's judgment that at one point in my life was put on me. You know, the whole poor me game. I Nope, that was someone else's. The guilt. Oh, nope, that was someone else's. Like, no, we're not born with any of that. So this last year, I've gotten really clear what isn't me and what is me. Wrote it down many, many times and said, Luca, do you accept this person? Through a lot of just different things. And then after that, after that, I'm like, wow, th- these are my God-given gifts. This is me. Now it's time to own this unique flavor and just live into it in every every facet of my life. So I love this talk about whole like leaders creating a, a future that otherwise doesn't exist through possibility because it reminds me that I'm on the right, I'm on the correct path right now. Like, you know, I'm still going to have the funks. I'm, you know, made, you know, in a couple hours, I may be like, oh my gosh, what am I doing with my life? And I need to continue to have these conversations, Danielle, with people that remind me of me. So thank you. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you. I fully agree. I want to talk about, I think that it's easy for us on this side of our journey to go, yeah, I sat with myself and I wrote down my possibilities and I wrote down, is this me or is this not me? And it's really easy to talk about it as if it was this really empowering, beautiful journey. And it was a really empowering and beautiful journey. And pardon my French, some of that journey, at least for me, was really fucking shitty. Some of that journey felt very hopeless at different parts. So can we kind of give people because there are so many, you know, there are so many people listening to this right now who are in that part of their journey where it just feels horrible and gross and impossible. So I don't want to make light of those moments because I do believe that those moments are what makes me stronger in the end. So can you talk to those those moments in in the last 16 months, two years of your life that you've really been in it with yourself Talk about some of those moments that you had to get through because it wasn't always just write it down and yes and no, you know? Yeah. You know, well, a big part of it was honoring my legacy, honoring who I came from, honoring my mother, my father, my grandparents. So my parents divorced when I was in the sixth grade and I never have had a good relationship with my dad. You know, I pray for him often. And last year, Danielle, I really forgave him. I did not condone his actions. And this was 
effing hard, hard months and months and months and months. And what I learned was that the unforgiveness was weighing on me. The unforgiveness was blurring my authenticity. Like I couldn't really find, I couldn't see what to accept of myself because this unforgiveness was blurring it. So, I mean, that's, I just had to make a decision like, okay, my dad did what he did with the tools, with the resources, with the the role models that he had. He did the best that he could. And it was really hard for me to say that. And now I can say that in full confidence and to just not condone anything and forgive him through a conversation. Wow. So I didn't talk to my dad for almost four years. And he started coming up in my dreams. He popped up in my head, the whispers. Um, He showed up at my cousin's house wanting to talk to me. So all these things happen within two months. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm getting the chills right now, Danielle, because I knew it was time to fully forgive him. Okay. So I was like, okay, you know what? I need to have a conversation with him. And I like got really clear with how I wanted the conversation to go. I wrote a few things down and the whole intention of it was to clear things from the past, just get some things off of my chest to tell him that I'm gay and to just let him know that I forgave him. And by doing that, that doesn't just welcome him back in my life. Forgiveness does just not mean you're a phone call away, a text away. It, you know, I, you're not like rolling over and just like playing dead. It's a very courageous act that doesn't condone anything. I think you just nailed that. It is. And like, I always thought forgiveness meant like bringing the person back into your life for, for those of you listening, like it does not mean that like you can bring a person back to your life in many, many ways. You know, you can just, yeah, it doesn't mean you have to have this every day, every week, every month, consistent communication with them. So Danielle, when I did that, when I had that hard ass conversation, oh my gosh, I just remember it was 11 months ago. I love talking and it comes very easily. And before that, my heart was effing racing so damn fast. I started shaking. My voice was quivering and I'm like, oh my gosh. Right before I called a friend who gave me a little pep talk, I almost, I almost backed away because I'm like, oh, this is hard. And I'm like, no, Luca, this this is what you have to do. There's a reason he's been coming up in your dreams and in, in your thoughts. And like, this is weighing you down. Like this unforgiveness, which I thought I did, but it's just that like that 1%, like I talked about earlier. And we had the conversation. It went better than I could imagine. It was just so cordial. Ever since then, like we text every so often, I wished him a happy birthday, a happy Father's Day. I'm not ready to see him in person yet. And I believe that it will happen. So that was definitely one part of the journey where like, yeah, I just forgiveness is just access to freedom. Really, really is. When my son's dad and I broke up, there were so many emotions that were just so ugly and so dark and just really... I was, I said things and I acted in ways that like during that whole breakup period, that wasn't me. Like it was such a a far cry from who I was at my core, because at the core, I'm not the person that 
goes through a breakup and then never talks to somebody again. At my core, I believe, so there's this, I believe that everybody signs a soul contract when you choose the life that you choose, right? And whether you believe in multiple lives, past lives, whatever, I believe that there is, you sign a contract that is very, very specific. And that contract is the one for you to fulfill. And everybody has their own. And sometimes those don't align fully, right? Somebody else's soul contract. And so I had to go through these moments in my journey over the last few years that it's just, I was so torn. I knew, I knew, I knew that I wanted to be like with Breezy. And that's who I was meant to be with. And that's the life that I was supposed to have. And I had so much shame and so much guilt around not being with Jason because I was so afraid that I was going to ruin my kid or I was, you know, there was just so many self-shaming moments in that journey that were really hard. And at some point I froze, you know, there were multiple times where I froze and I, I just kind of sat in very, very closed up, just not able to move. And it, it's, it's, it is a, it's an act of forgiveness because you have to forgive everything that somebody said to you without condoning it. I And I almost felt in those moments, and maybe you agree with this, once I did learn radical forgiveness, I really was able to, it was empowering. And I really was able to stand taller in my power and stand more grounded in who I was, which before I was able to forgive or not able to, but wouldn't, you know, because I'm also very freaking stubborn. So stubborn, Luca. So stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> but I, before I was able to do those things or would do those things, I, I felt not grounded and I felt small. And then the moment you go, you did the best you could. I did the best I could. Now we can do the best together and raise our kid. And actually now our, mine and his relationship is really close. Like we're really close and there's a lot of love there and we are really, I mean, I'm biased, but I think we're like some of the best co-parents ever. And that would have never happened had I not practiced that radical forgiveness that you're talking about. So I think if you're listening to this, the message is you have to, those moments that feel impossible and maybe you shake and your voice trembles and you get like sweaty palms and you feel like a stomach ache because you know you have to do these things. Those feelings are coming up because it's true. You have to, you have to go through that. There's a saying that's the only way out of something is through it. You can't go up and over it. You can't go underneath it. You can't run away because eventually it's all going to come back. And the only way out of it is through it. And once you go through it, then you can be that person who stands, you know, on a metaphorical pile of ashes and says, I forgive that. I embrace that. Here I am. And now I stand taller and more grounded in who I am. Yeah, you know, and it's just like when I forgave, and it just sound like when you, 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 like you get another crayon back, you know, that the whole box of crayons, like yes. you get a little, like a new color and a new, like brightness and a new perspective. And you're like, oh, wow, I have the power to do that. Like that feels, you know, it feels good. You're giving back. Yeah, you're giving back crayons, but you're, you like the crayons that you had and you're giving back extra crayons. <laughs> like, I feel like, I feel like life is even more in Technicolor now than it was. And I feel, I feel so 
confident in that I, I got back more than just magenta. I got back magenta and four other magenta shades, you know? Yes. And gosh, for for those listening right now, something that just came up for me, it's like, what did I do before I knew I had to have that hard conversation? And something super simple you can do right now is the power of knowing what you want. It's a little exercise. It's so simple. All you do is you grab a piece of paper, draw a big circle on that paper, and whatever you want in life, it's like, you know, you can say, what do I want in life this next year? Or what do I want in life the next 10 years? Write it inside of the circle, whether it's feelings, whether it's emotions, whether it's relationship, you know, whatever it is, a career, the way you want conversations to go. And then on the outside, write what you don't want. One of those things for me was unforgiveness, was just that funky feeling, was um like dishonoring my past. And um, that's really where I started. And that tool has been so transformational for me. Um, I mean, sometimes I just do it for the day. It's like, what do, how do I want my day to go? Like, what do I want in my day? And what do I not want? Because for the longest time, Danielle, I was focusing on what I don't want. And what I know now, what you focus on expands. What you focus on expands and on that inside of my circle was forgiveness and it was authenticity. And and before I had to get to that authenticity, I had to sort of take off the unforgiveness. So that's something I would do today or this week is, is give yourself like a minute or five minutes or 30 minutes if you have it and just draw a circle on a piece of paper and just start identifying what you want and don't want and then Look at it every day for a week and say, is what I'm thinking and saying, does that align with what I do want and don't want? So many people focus on what they don't want. I think we've seen this really powerfully on social media over the last year. So many people are spending so much time talking about what other people are doing that they don't like instead of just talking about what they're about, what they're about and what they like. And I I just had so many moments. I would tell Breezy this all the time last year. I said, imagine if all of these people who were just spending all of their energy being angry with others for their choices, imagine if all of these people would instead just focus on the things that they are about, the things that they want, the things that they love. I mean, you want to talk about world peace, peace within us. It's a vibrational energy that ripples outward and affects everyone else. The world could be such a different place. And I'm holding the possibility if it's you just starts with unconditional acceptance of you, you know, like that's, it's just like you said, it ripples out like that unconditional acceptance creates that peace, creates that power, creates you owning your unique flavor. And once you can do that within like how you show up in life is that you show up who you are. Yeah, it's so true. I love how we just brought that full circle. Thanks for that. So five years from now, what's your five-year vision? What are you doing five years from now? Five years from now. So I love that you asked that because after I do the power of knowing what you want circle, I do a little vision exercise. So I look at myself in 10 years without the constraints of today, just in this possibility, because I believe remember your future to create your now. So I've done a lot of 10 year vision work. So I know really where I am in 10 years. But let me think of five. So 
in five years, I'm going to be a talk show host talking about unconditional acceptance, owning your uniqueness. I'm going to be in a relationship. Radio or TV? Sorry. Radio talk show or TV talk show? TV. I'm going to be on camera. Yes. And it may be a new title. I mean, things are evolving ASAP. Like, I don't know. I just know there's going to be a camera and a mic and there's going to be people in the audience, you know, whatever the, the title is. I know that. I also know that I'm going to be married to an incredible human, an incredible gentleman who's a kid at heart, who loves Disney, who's um, connected to his spiritual self, who's into self-development, who likes movement, who is honest, who wants kids and a family. I I know I'm going to be married to that human. And I also know, Danielle, that I'm just going to be living in like ease, fun, and flow. Like, and I'm going to be living in a space that that's not just for the weekend. Like, like the weekend isn't, I'm not going to have those Friday feels of like, woo, let's live it up. And then Sunday, oh my goodness. You know, I just know that like, I just have a great time with my family. I know I'm going to just, just be happy, like continue to, to dive into uh, my unique flavor. And I feel the more that I dive into it, accept it, the happier I am. So I just see the, that's what I see. And I see a rainbow. I just see bright colors. You, I, I recognize in this, in you game recognizes game and you are a very powerful manifester. That's a gift you have for sure. And I recognize that in you because I am the same way. I speak about my five-year vision and my 10-year vision as if it's already happened. And then it's just my job to go, like the universe has already granted it for you. And it's so clear. And I think if you're listening to this and you just heard that and felt that same way that I did, just, oh my gosh, in his, it, this has already happened for him. And now he just has to go claim it. Just imagine if you spoke your affirmations and your vision that powerfully. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you know, and just know the universe is conspiring to support you. Just know that. And and whatever your affirmations are, I'm going to read this to you. I have it on my my, my desk. And I, I, I say it often when I'm in the funk and I forget who I am. And it's um, through God's almighty love, grace, and vision, I ignite vigor and peace. I am connected in the divine flow right now and always. Is that one of your affirmations that you read every day? Yeah, it's my declaration. Um, I don't read it every day and I'm creating that habit. I, yeah, I, I especially read it when I am in just a reaction and I'm getting in the, in the habit to even the great days that feel really good. It's like, Luca, still read it. You know what I mean? Like you, you aren't invincible. You aren't invincible and, and you aren't the one that's in control. You know, I'm making it a habit. So thanks for the reminder. Yeah. One of uh, my favorite affirmations, like when I'm in business or just, you know, when I I have all these crazy ideas of things that I'm going to do, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And I, I sometimes will get, I feel like I get ahead of myself, even though I know that's not the case. It's just, these things are all just channeling through me. One of my favorite affirmations to read every single day is I excel in all that I do and success comes easily. Mm, I excel in all that I do and success, gosh, comes easily that. Oh, I'm just taking that in. That's good, Danielle. Isn't that good? 
I, a friend told me that one time and I've said it ever since. And it's just one of my daily, my daily affirmations. So friend, I want to thank you for giving us all your heart and your time more than anything. Time is such a gift. And I really appreciate you giving your time today. I would love for you to tell anyone where they can find you, how they can connect with you, how they can work with you. Plug yourself. Let's hear it. Thank you for this this 50 minutes. It's been really special and it's been a gift to me. And I'm on Instagram at Luca underscore Petrucci. This last month, I've taken ownership of being a podcast coach and consultant. So I help people speak their voice, speak their message through podcasting, which is so freaking fun. So I I help some visionaries and innovators do that. And yeah, I'm I'm getting ready to start an online talk show. So it's either going to be on Instagram, YouTube or Clubhouse. I'm I'm in the, the, the curiosity of that. So one, yeah, if I, all that's on Instagram. So, so yeah, Danielle, thank you. This is just, gosh, this has been so, so felt so correct. You're welcome. Um, we have one game to play. If you've listened to the episodes, you know about the game. The game is quick fire. This is the last thing I'm going to do before I let you go and enjoy the rest of your day. Quick fire is basically one minute and I'm going to ask you as many this or that yes or no questions. And you have to answer the first thing that comes to mind without explanation. How do you feel about that? Let's go. I love the games. And I love, yeah, I'm going to get so many questions. I'm going to get 60 questions. Oh, my gosh. When's your birthday? January 16th. Oh, are you? So you're a Capricorn? Yes. Oh, yeah. You'll be great at this. Okay. Yeah. You ready? Let's let's go, baby. Here we go. Boom. Favorite book? Oh, my goodness. The Noticer, Andy Andrews. Favorite color? Blue. Favorite location? Maui, Hawaii. Spaghetti or tacos? Spaghetti and tacos. Mm, Red wine or tequila? Tequila. Nick Jonas's tequila. With him. Okay. Shirtless. Shirtless on a beach. He's there. Uh, Okay, you're getting on an airplane right now. Where are you going? Italy. The Tuscany region. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. Best advice you've ever been given. There's only one you. Own it. You're going to a deserted island. You can take three things. What are they? My Bible. Something sweet. And a magic carpet. So you can leave. (laughs) I can go I love it. I love it. If you could give advice to any person right now, dead or alive, who would it be and what advice would you give them? Oh my gosh, it would totally be my younger self. It would be Luca, five years old. And just to say every single thing you feel and you deeply know that innate wisdom is 100% true and just know that. That was really a great way to end that. That's a minute. You did awesome. I like the Nick Jonas part personally. (laughs) Oh my goodness, Nick. I love (laughs) you. Nick, give him a call. Luca, thank you so much. I adore you. I think you're just such a special human. And I know everybody listening feels the exact same way. So thank you again. And we'll talk to you soon. Danielle, thank you. And girl, keep shining, baby. I love it. You. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I want to share with you a company that I ran across a couple weeks ago, and it's called Last Object. Their mission is to basically eliminate single-use items and create reusable, sustainable alternatives. So if you know anything about me, you know that I absolutely 
live in a sustainable house. We don't use real toilet paper. We use bamboo toilet paper. We don't use plastic. We use metal straws. We've gotten rid of um, napkins and we use cloth, like any way that in our family, we can kind of create a more sustainable household for our, our family and for the planet, we do. Um, so last object I'm really excited about. They have so many different things like from reusable Q-tips to cotton rounds to plates and a lot of things that would normally pollute the environment. They have all sorts of reusable items that are um, eco-friendly and obviously a better, better alternative. And I have a discount. So if you are interested in kind of switching your household to a more sustainable household, go check them out at Last Object. The link that you should click is in our show notes. So if you go to Apple Podcast show notes or wherever you're listening to your podcast and you click at the link, you'll be able to kind of go straight to their site. But if you use On The Daily 10 at checkout, you will get a discount. And so I hope that you have fun with that. Luca Petrucci is a star. I really hope that he said things that you out there listening can really relate to because I relate so much to his journey. And obviously we have a different one, but just the way that he talks about the struggle and the way he talks about overcoming it and the way he talks about sitting with himself. It's just something that I believe we all can be doing. And I just can't thank him enough. Luca, if you are hearing this, you are amazing. And it's just such a joy to talk with you every time I get to talk with you. Next week, we'll have another episode. But this Friday, we will have a solo episode every week we have two. So Tuesdays and Fridays, you get an interview with me and another amazing human in my network. And Fridays, you get a solo episode. So make sure you tune into that. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, y'all. If you haven't, obviously, you can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, but we get a lot of our metrics and all of our analytics from Apple Podcasts. So if you do have Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave us a rating, write us a review. You can always follow me on Instagram. I am Danielle underscore on the daily. The podcast is at on the daily pod. Slide into those DMs. Tell us what you love. Tell us what you want more of. Just say, hey, I honestly, I am obsessed with connecting with this community. So anything you have to share, I want to hear about it. And luckily, none of these episodes are in sequential order. So if this is the first time you're hearing it and Luca brought you to this podcast, you can literally pick any title, any episode you want and dive in. Nothing is in sequential order, which is the way it was designed. I just want everyone to be able to pick one that resonates with them. So go back, listen to episodes, tune in to our next one on Friday. And I hope you have the most amazing day wherever you are.